0: Right, so back episode eleven. We're uh, we're recording things back to the frontier at the minute. We normally record a podcast, then uh, after the guest go, we'll do a wee quick outro um, and cover a wee bit about what we talked about. But we're in a bit of a rush today, so we're doing the intro in advance, which is probably how it should be anyway. Ah uh,
1: well, there's there's uh, advantages of doing it. Second, like you can can I give people a. An overview of what's happened on the podcast, like, yeah, and your thoughts on it. Huh. Um, but today we have uh, as many people. You never left us from Derry anyway. I'm sure I'll know them. No smuthin. Uh, Seamus Fox. Yeah. Um, they're just unruly. There's no, there's no um topic that we're going to cover. We're just going to kind of have a chat, bring um, them in, pick their brains. That's out there too. Too kind of uh, the whatever the fitness boom was. They were part of the first wave of it, like so. Talk about maybe how how that all came about and the part they played in it, and
0: uh-huh. you know, they're they're pretty successful
1: on the scene too. So success and that's whatnot. it. I just
0: I saw on Facebook that they had started their own podcast, mm. and I just seen that they they put an episode out. So dropped a wee message and says, "Listen, well, why don't you come on the ours for a chat. Uh-huh. That's
1: what's happening today. Some interesting stuff happening before today
0: too, Blaine. Quite safe. So. We started our our study. We were up with Mo um, Break up in Ulster University yeah. last Monday. Mm. That was, was that was class. It fun. was amazing. Um, you have probably seen the photos on Facebook of me looking like Bane. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they take from it. We didn't really get any results after they say no. that this is your VOD max. Well, you're you're back up tomorrow. I think
1: that was uh, kind of the. Uh, they needed to test you to see exactly where you were at and that's uh. all they were doing. <laughs> well, you week. wear the
0: mask every session too, I we were thinking you don't uh. wear the mask, you do. I was checking it out, you do, so, uh. um. but uh, basically, the VO2 max test was you start off at 8km per hour um, uh-huh. and then every, t- every 2 minutes it went up by 2km up to 12km per hour and then every minute it went up 1km per hour uh. basically until you the you couldn't run anymore i got up to 18 kilometers per hour and i was gagging and uh, the mask like literally um heaving. <laughs> even um, i just i had it in my mind that i was just gonna go as as hard as i could as long as i could that's the, the idea of the test and i literally you know when i took the mask off i was bent over gagging like yeah. it, was, it
1: was it's a really good test I do because because of the environment and the fact that you have two scientists watching you mm. you you stand really
0: clubboards. Uh, uh.
1: you really go to your max like, don't you? Like, ah. wherever you would normally fail in the gym or out in the roads, you go way beyond that. Ah. Like so Definitely. it's really good. And then so blame was on the on the treble and I was able to <clears> um, stand back and kinda watch the feedback that was coming up on the computer it was really interesting. You could so give you feedback of his carbon dioxide levels and his oxygen levels. Um and basically I could watch Blaine as he as he was fatiguing. Remember, Blaine, you were saying about the way all the technology. You now you nearly felt like an android ah. when you were running. Um, that's what it was like. You know, I was literally watching you getting closer and closer to fatigue, and then could yeah. see the moment that it had you like
0: the grass, the two uh, lines just getting closer and closer together, uh, and then boom. Yeah,
1: and then uh, you could just see, like you could tell, even by your gait, the way you were running and stuff. and you were starting to wobble, and all uh. you got after that, like it was brilliant. But I uh, we plan to ha- have him on. What did he say this week coming?
0: That, uh, ne- next week. So not th- not this week, but next week. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Noah's going to come on chat a wee bit about the about the experiment. Um. Don't know how yeah, much detail he can go into in yeah. the story, but we'll we'll pack his brain and we'll. Um. Sure, it'll be a, a really interesting. Even um, a, even if he can't go into
1: anything like that, even if he does... So even if it comes out with some gems that we heard up in that lecture huh. that we we're at, like it's unbelievable, like.
0: definitely. Every time we meet someone, they pass us on to someone else, and, and Noel as well has offered to introduce us to a professional cycling coach. Mm, mm. So we'll we'll explore that a bit further, and hopefully um hopefully meet up with him and, and get a chat and pick his brain as well. So, yeah. um, anything else? I just want to say a wee thanks as well. There there's a girl um. Shaneq that messaged the page, she's a former um, competitor of the race. She finished the race back in two thousand and seventeen, um, and she's she actually sent on a blog where she ran the race and then the next day documented each stage. Um, it was a really interesting read. I'll I'll post it up in the comments of this podcast, but even just that we blog, we were able to take. About five or six things that that she covered on it mm. that I hadn't thought of. Um, you know things like having a having a backrest in the cake, All wee tips like that, that that we would had never thought. So, like I say, I'll post it on the comments and you can you can get a wee read through it. But just wanted to say thanks to Sinead for sending on that sending on that information. right Michael.
1: so what I'll do is uh, you're about to hear from me and Blaine and No one us shortly. So or no. Yeah. I um, well, hope it goes well. <laughs> you aren't waiting with us. We're waiting, We're on, waiting them. on them. <laughs> um, without any further ado, folks, we bring you no, no facts <laughs> and Seamus Smith. <laughs> Seamus Facts and no Smith.
0: should probably just put a quick wee disclaimer in here. Um, I've listened to a couple of Nolan <laughs> Seamus' podcasts already, <laughs> and there's there's probably going to be a few extra F-bombs yeah. dropped today than normal, so... Yeah. Um, explicit content If there's any about, it, That would maybe Cover their ears
1: What was it I used to say On the bottom of rap records <laughs> print, up, print on advisory It was the wee black uh, and white oh label
0: Oh uh, yeah The wee black and white label. They actually They stick that up If you click explicit On iTunes that, that comes up Very When you good. think so We'll likely have that On uh, the agents anyway Um,
1: It's not like we had Language restrictions like, But there was only Maybe one curse In per uh, episode You always nice. felt a wee bit dirty <laughs> When you done it too <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: But aye, there's going to be loads today, so enjoy. You're listening to the Coast to 250k podcast with me, Blaine O'Donnell. And me, Aidan Doherty. And we're going to be taking on the mammoth challenge that is the race. This will be a 10-month documentation covering
1: all the highs and lows that come with preparing for an ultra-endurance event. Right, is that us? Yep. Yeah. Right. Right, so episode 11, we're here with... Uh, Seamus Fox, and am Smith. Um, so we recorded a wee intro before he's landed. we give you a quick wee introduction, but you can introduce yourself better than we can, like, so do you just want to tell our listeners who you are and a wee bit of context about yourselves or Oh, ahead, no, man? no, no, you always oh, seem, seem go to first. go first,
2: because uh, <laughs> right. I want to trump yours, you do whatever you say, <laughs> right, okay. you do, It'll and, and then I'll trump trump say man. I'm better. All
3: right. All right go ahead. Uh, Seamus Fox, um uh, personal trainer originally, uh, I'm the owner of FF Fitness which is a personal training facility in Springtown here in Derry and I am co-owner, co-owner of Elevate with my friend Noel here beside me. Um, assistant that's, manager. That's my assistant. <laughs> I suppose background, yeah. Right. Uh, background, I've been personal training maybe now about 15 years, mm. 13 to 15 years. Um, started out back in Pro Gym originally. Kind of got into the, the whole personal training side from body from competing. Yeah. Uh, after the 2005 I competed as a first-timer category in uh, the Ireland. I won that and that kind of led me on to being a personal trainer. Um, started off in pro gym uh, and then moved on to Fitness First. Worked in Fitness First for around a year before it closed and I was out of work <laughs> and looking for a gym uh, and I ended up back in the sights again basically working Um, as a roofer and and between different jobs and things like that uh, and then get back and do personal training again Um, and things just kind of quickly escalated from there once i started getting back and didn't realizing that this is kind of where i wanted to be started taking it really serious and started to actually make a business from it yeah Um, uh, from then until then i've kind of went in a few different directions to be fair in terms of a, a personal training career uh, I personally trained then in the city hotel for a while and then back down the energy when it was uh, where fitness first was. Uh, and then I went to Australia briefly and then come back and started the whole boot camp thing, um, yeah. fighting fit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's you... To where you
3: are now,
2: that's nearly the podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ran out of time. Um, we out of time well, there's,
3: there's been a lot of stuff in between, obviously. Um, yeah. when I come back from Australia, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, it was kind of coming back again and trying to build up my uh portfolio again, basically. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of clients that left, obviously, when I went away, so I came back with the original plan of just coming back as a personal trainer. Um, and then uh, a couple of friends who'd contacted me about a boot camp, yeah. we had a boot camp run before we left. Came back, started the boot camp with around 10 people on a beach, basically, uh, and then just seeing that quickly like escalating from 10, one month to 20 the next month, 30, 40, 50, 60. Sooner or later, there was 80 people to 100 people turning up outside and parked on the beach, and mm-hmm. it kind of gave me a right, okay, this is something a lot bigger than what I was anticipating, yeah. uh, and I can actually make a really good business out of this. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what happened, um, and it quickly evolved. Uh, it kind of quickly spread. It spread onto different locations from Derry and Donegal and County Derry and things like mm. that. Uh, and then we opened up our first facility, which was fighting for boot camp. It was kind of the first boot camp gym that was designed specifically for boot camps. Yeah. getting people off the parks, getting people off beaches, and getting them on undi- the an indoor facility. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of that kind of quickly grew as well too. We grew that within ten months, and then we moved onto a, a bigger unit, which is kind of where we're at now. Mm. Um, and things have just kind of grew yeah. steadily from there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, how no, are you going to trump that, <laughs> man? with a really short and sweet. I'm a PT. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. That's all I've got going for me. I was we we did have a really successful podcast until we came in here and seen the setup in here. Yeah. <laughs> now we think we're just a cheap shit version of this. Um, no, my name is Noel Smith. Um Obviously, I'm a personal trainer as well. I kind of just work mainly in body composition. Started off PT and. Um, tsh- about eight years ago eight or nine years ago professionally if Mm. you can i'll I'll put wee speech marks on that um and um it just kind of grew from there started with transformations worked on kind of show prep stuff again came from bodybuilding style background Mm. with uh, muscle comps and physique shows that type of background moved away from that now completely actually had my own show ran in the city here and in belfast Um, XFS that I no longer have anything to do with Um, and I've kind of just more gone into the mindset style of things rather than (laughs) just focusing solely on some how someone looks yeah Um, I kind of was completely results based at the beginning and that's what kind of drove me and then when I started actually looking into people's results and what was happening post-transformation post show and what they were really kind of coming to me in the first place for wasn't mainly to get abs or to get glutes or anything else uh-huh. there was a deeper sense and only when I started to question my own kind of value system and my own beliefs that I kind of see that that wasn't what they were coming to me for yeah. and then what I realised was I wasn't fucking getting results uh-huh. yeah. they weren't the real results that someone was coming for yeah. so I've kind of branched away from all that um, I run my own facility with Kira Malloc Party Change um, over in the Waterside. And we just focus on body comp and try and get, obviously, mindset in it and people kind of thinking more about themselves. And it's just a bit deeper now. And personal change, as you know, has kind of moved away from just transformations and things. And now, don't get me wrong, this is still a transformation because it's a mind and body thing. And what's happened with the transformation when we started it? I mean, I said this yesterday in our podcast, I patty my clients six years ago. Mm. You know, what I put them through and what I've done because I've evolved so much since then and blah, blah, blah. But what what we really do focus on is trying to change that mind and we still use the word transformation even though it has become a dirty word like right. like boot camps that essentially become a dirty word they event. become
3: out. they, they, they do become, because oh. people
2: take them on because they see the pound signs because they've seen Foxy with 50 or 60 people thinking fuck I could do that next thing people are getting injured next thing they're cutting prices down yeah, more yeah. volume of people no advice given out and transformations were the same thing yeah, they yeah. just got diluted by people who were doing the wrong thing <laughs> for the wrong reasons <laughs> Um, and it was all about results in a photograph and I suppose I did, we did kind of start that whole photograph
1: yeah,
2: yeah. photographic the, evidence the of how kind of good thing. you were as a personal trainer right. so you put it right. forward in 10 weeks I can do this to you. Right. do you know what I mean and this all stems from bodybuilding because bodybuilding is a sport where you basically come on 3 months before a show you get you're a certain shape and that's why I actually the the idea of transformations was born out do. I've seen boys coming in the gym three months before a show, being kinda like twenty five percent body fat and mm. then just all of a sudden three months I was like, I can't even recognise that guy. Yeah. I remember the actual person it was. D. Robson was doing a show and he came into the gym and he was stripping off down the back and I was like, oh, jeez, you're mad in some shape. Now I, I knew D, mm. but I hadn't seen him in so long. And I swear they were all IDs looking good. And I thought, That's D. Robson. So, Fucking hell, it doesn't Six. even look like the same person. No. Unbelievable. So I started thinking, hey, well, if that can be done at that kind of level now, there's obviously a lot of. Well, I'm not. Dave, I'm not saying you were on supplements, but whenever I was in shows, I was on supplements. <laughs> Damn it, might have to edit that one. Anyway, um, but what we were just trying to think, right, this could be a real world scenario. We could yeah. actually bring this yeah, to yeah. Sandra or Michael on the street and go, mm. I can take you from being on ship, shape, Dave. Maybe not 10% body fat or below, but I can, I can get you in shape with the program they're using. Now, the program was basically... Cut carbs, cut carbs, cut carbs mm-hmm. and, and do loads of cardio or yeah. loads and loads of car- No, it was kind of simplistic and yeah. it evolved obviously through time. But that's basically where I came from. Then obviously I do a lot of online coaching now, um, which is why I'm putting on the pounds because <laughs> the activity <laughs> levels are starting to drop. And then Foxy came along with the idea of doing Elevate Now we've talked about Elevate a while back. And it was him that reached out to me and said, you know, we should do this, mentoring, yeah. and coaches. And that has obviously sparked a big interest in me because that's results, that's proper yeah, results. Yeah. So you can see people changing their yeah. whole... Their you whole see people's
3: business changing yeah. and their lives changing. like
2: <clears> And their whole outlook and their whole... Kind of their value system, because we get them, they ask the same questions that we asked of ourselves they try and promote our businesses and make our, ourselves grow and we we're trying to get them out of that fixed mindset and their growth mindset, you know, and it, it's all, it's, it's great. It's fucking so different to me yeah. and the results is something that drives both of us Yeah, and this is a whole different kind of set of results, yeah. if you know what I mean, that yeah. we're looking for from people. So why? and that's basically <laughs> yeah. where we come from.
1: <laughs> what was the inspiration for that, the Elevate? Like, where did that come from?
2: Well, I, I coached, um, I've coached about seventy PTs anyway in terms of their body composition right, okay. and trying. And I like coaching personal trainers because, as you know, in as a personal trainer, there is that barrier that we have against all our personal trainers yes. that gets competition. Like yeah. you know, I don't know, we can't properly. Now, I have fucking loads in common with you, mm. but yet there might have been a barrier there to say I can't actually reach out and chat to you because. Right. Fuck, he's competition for me, you uh, know. Uh, he's uh, doing this, and he yes. might take my clients. And yes. so, see to do that, like, was a fucking yeah. big thing. And we done seminars, and when we got the rest of the team and together and in one room, like they bonded fucking yeah. really well, mm-hmm. and they were able to say, you know what, you're not actually competition. No. Like, we're not fishing from a pool of so many people that one personal trained. Yeah. The you thing know, is, sh- is uh, uh, everyone's like what We're
3: trying to get people to understand is when you're really clear in your own values and the people that you're trying to work with and who you're trying to help people become less of a competition anyway. Mm, If you know who you need to help and who you're trying to target, then you're not really worried about competition or who the other gym is working with this person. No hundred gym, like half three miles across the street from where I am, we're not competing with each other. And (coughs) us two working together has actually enhanced our own businesses together anyway as well too. So I think if you can get, and a lot of personal trainers do, they get stuck in that competitive mindset where they hit on other trainers because they see them doing well. And a lot of trainers are afraid they actually reach out and ask for help. And then all of a sudden, sometimes their business fails, they don't have the clients coming through the door. And then they do have to go and ask for help. Sometimes it's too late. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they give up, which Mm -hmm. is a lot of guys that we've been working with who were kind of near that stage. They've actually started personal training, stopped, and then come back again because they knew they know they need the help. They actually market themselves and put themselves out there properly. Mm-hmm. And I think, as Noel says, within the industry there is that big ego, tactical thing yes. within personal trainers where they're kind of afraid they ask for help or be seen to be weaker than the mm-hmm. other yeah. person yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah, asking yeah. for help, which yeah. is just nonsense. Well, mm-hmm.
2: but uh, we come from I come from a position where I believe that you know i am the person <coughs> that i'm talking like yes, i do gym yes. and tonic videos where a bit of crack about <clears throat> uh, personal trainer or something yeah. apart from maybe one of them which was the dodgy pt that spotted people um i am that personal trainer i was there and done all that shit. like i love the show when people say oh you do a show when you become a personal trainer you do a photo show I, like yep <laughs> uh-huh i'm ticking boxes here like yeah, and when yeah. i say that i was thinking someone was competition I I was thinking that and yeah. I know where people are coming from mm-hmm. like I've been there I've thought there was a scarcity of clients out there and I thought that I was a failure and I didn't know enough and all that shit that we're talking about in the actual um, elevate course mm. like, we, we've been there and, and lived through it like. Mm. and obviously they're going to face that tribulations and as I said they have to start asking questions themselves yeah. and start thinking outside the box really yeah. or they're going to die yeah. you, like, you're not going to succeed in the game mm-hmm. because you're going to be more caught up about fucking what you're doing what Aiden's doing what Seamus is doing mm. and what I'm supposed to be doing how yeah. I'm supposed to grow yeah. and
3: that's driving your business fear is driving your business fear. Then, yeah. instead of that's actually p- being creative
2: and driving your prices yeah. and like they're just coming down and down yeah. going right well I'm not good enough I'm, I'm fucking I don't know enough, he knows more than me, he's mm. got more clients, so the only way I can beat him is mm. being cheaper than him. Yeah, and then what happens is you're working for five pounds a fucking hour.
1: Mm. <laughs> that's what it is. When I got my <clears throat> level three, I just went down way a low price, yeah, and then it went on for so long. And you don't know when they put them up, no. do you know what I mean? Yes. It's hard to put mm. them up, you're <laughs> afraid, do you? yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And that's kind of what we're trying to teach them guys as well, too. For a lot of guys that are just coming on board and they've just started. Uh, personal training and disqualified hmm. no, don't go too low because right. where can you go yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden you do get people leaving and okay we understand that you're trying to get people in maybe to try and showcase your ability and uh, so that you can get results and showcase that and people do it for free hmm. but then again you're attracting the wrong type of clients you don't actually get them clients long term anyway so yeah. it's about actually valuing yourself yeah. realising you've went and studied you've mm. paid to do this course yeah. and you can help that person that you're trying to help you have enough knowledge to do that so value yourself that yeah. way and actually charge what you you're supposed to be charging. Yeah. And when you start off on that level playing field, um, I think that making that transition up is easier for you, you know? yeah, yeah. I
2: think uh, we have only see so coming on the thirty first of January, she was saying start. Like Owen would like my ego would be completely destroyed, sitting my Owen in a room because he knows fucking so much more than I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But i don't compare myself to him you and know. my clients some of them might get a bit from them some of them might not gel <coughs> with him at all do you yeah. know what i mean and it's i used to view a personal trainer how good they were by how much they knew yeah do you know yeah. what how much you know like how many courses have you done what's your qualifications like what way are you talking online and that's not really how you view every personal trainer because that's not what most people are looking for no, Sandra hmm. doesn't want to know about in-depth anatomy and physiology yes, no. but I was getting that in my head and that was where my fixed mindset was to, to try mm, and grow yeah. I had to realise he's not really my competition I just yeah. have to be good the best PT I can be for Sandra, and yeah, that's yeah. not sometimes yeah, only yeah. see or anyone and a else. Lot of, but me. a lot
3: of times, it's not even anything to do with uh, how technically you are, no. or as he says, how much you know about anatomy and physiology. It's how you are as a person. Mm. Can somebody yeah. relax around you? Are they yeah, able to yeah. talk to you? Do they enjoy the session? Mm-hmm. Is there a good environment, a good atmosphere when you're actually training that person? That makes a lot of more more difference to that person than anything else mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you see it a
1: lot in the gym too. You don't need people just delivering word salad to their clients ah. you know what they're trying to do like yeah. you know
2: pick
3: themselves like up yeah. look what I learned uh, yeah, yeah, off yeah, YouTube yeah. this week <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly yeah. the
2: intentions there obviously and the cares there with a lot of them they really yes. do care and they want to make yes. it work but they just don't know the systems and mm. you know how you, the psychology of the clients actually working. And, and then some are more focused on getting new clients in with marketing and constant updates and videoing their clients doing fucking workouts and and, and not actually worrying about keeping their clients in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you know, yeah. wonder, being wondering why the hell is my drop off rate 60%? Yeah. That's probably because I spent most of the time videoing my client doing the workout and right, actually right. asking yeah, him, how are you answer. getting on? Yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, what's your progress like? Mm-hmm. And Yeah. But anyway, for yeah. sure. We've yeah. regressed <coughs> or digressed so <laughs> <laughs> again.
1: Um, so I suppose we should probably talk about what Blaine's doing then. We should. What
2: he's,
3: what he's making of it. We think it's mammoth, <laughs> a massive, massive challenge. We're just getting a wee bit off of there, and was like, clutch the 250k is just, fuck, what a feat. Yeah. I,
2: I heard about it a while back, like, and just thought, uh, inspirational. Like, really? you know, when you see, like, this is what Sandra needs. You know, this is what someone that mm. really doesn't think they can do anything needs. Like, yeah. they need to be told that there's, you need to have belief that yeah. you, you've come from fuck all. And and said you're going to do a 250K race. It's just unreal, man. Even to me, I'd be thinking and I did take inspiration off. In fact, I signed up for four half marathons in four days, which I hate running. Yeah. And I've done and this is coming in September. And I thought I need to do something like that. Yeah. So it has actually inspired me to do it. And it's it's it really is an unreal feat, man.
3: What what was your initial inspiration that you said about the the half marathon? Was that Uh, kinda the initial spark? Uh well that's I was
0: coming near the the end of the training for the marathon last year and I knew I hadn't put on enough effort you know what the there there comes a point we you know it's too late. You know, yeah. I was two yeah. or three weeks out and I was like, there's, there's no way I'm finishing here in a good time. Two yeah. weeks um, out, we were
1: having a cure out in one of the, the Mitzhuis. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to be doing
0: too well on this. <laughs> Did you write the program with that? So I think it, it was probably during that, that cure out that, uh, you know, <laughs> anytime we were drinking. So we were you were steaming.
2: <laughs> right, that's good. Anytime uh,
0: we're drinking, Aiden signs you up to stupid stuff.
2: Or maybe that they drink these.
0: <laughs> That's where the best ideas come out when you're, you know, 10 cans on but, uh, So we're sitting there drinking And the, any time me and aiden has been drinking for the past two years We've always said, we're going to do a podcast someday You know, yeah. Aiden's, Aiden's big on the podcast I've, I've been listening to podcasts a long time as well So we'd always chat about doing one um, And then, as I say, about two weeks out I knew, you know, that this marathon wasn't going to do well for me But... um. I wasn't letting it put me down, and we had seen the the an advert for the race. Ryan had posted a video on their WhatsApp group of, you know, this crazy race. They they ran like a a documentary on it, and then I was out training the the next day, and I was like, I'm gonna sign up for this. And so I texted and I said, Listen, I've got this idea. Um, I'll sign up for this race. You train me for it. You've you've got no experience uh training someone for an ultra endurance event. I've got no experience. Competing in an ultra-insurance event. We'll document the whole thing for 10 months. Even if I don't finish it, it'll make a good wee project to work on for 10 months. So that's, that's sure. kind of what it was then.
2: So basically, you, you couldn't do the full marathon, so you thought, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it, do it two 50K. 50K? <laughs> Fuck No, no I, I looked oh, and man. I says,
0: I've got two weeks left in this marathon. I'm definitely
3: not doing well, but I've yeah. got 10 months to same <laughs> with this one. So. Far, uh, was there any stage where you started your initial prep and went, uh, I've off more than I can chew here? With the uh, With the two k 50, yeah.
0: I would say if, if we hadn't done the podcast, I wouldn't, wouldn't uh, be training for it. Like, that, just then. Uh, right. that was, by, by going public, you know, we, we done a podcast week one and mm. stuck that out there and I was like, Right, well, I've told the world uh, I'm doing this, doing this now, this, uh, so I can't, can back yeah, out. Yeah. And definitely, that's that's what spurred us on.
2: You think that yeah. that, that happens a lot in training, like, doesn't it? And yeah. when people are hitting goals, like, it's it's one mm. of the things that people say to do: put it out there, to the world, tell yeah. people, tell I, people you're doing this. So it puts some sort of onus at, on at, you. At, at, it. At,
3: uh, I did at a mad idea of trying to compete again, and I was wanted to do the BMBF uh, show in England. It was about four years ago, three or four Sorry, years ago. And I think I got there about nine weeks out eight or nine weeks out um, and I remember uh, the initial thing that made me stop was uh, my me, me mother came to visit the house one day and I just passed her went straight up the stairs didn't speak a word and went down to my bed this was about lunch time uh, and I got back up uh, a couple hours later came down the stairs and she was gone and I was like nah no way what am I doing what am I even trying to do this for yeah. No, I don't need to do this anymore. Like I don't have anything to prove, and my business is at a good stage. And to be honest, it was actually affecting my business anyway. It mm. wasn't actually um, going to enhance my business or enhance me as a personal trainer or anything else. So I got that stage, but I did the same thing where I made it public. This is yeah. what I'm doing, mm. and then they try and retract that. It was like oh, oh, the problem that's was that's your read, no,
2: intentions to do that was Aye. to try and become a better personal trainer and improve your business and like. That And maybe prove a wee bit to yourself. uh,
3: It wasn't for anything like that. It was actually for a personal goal, just to have something to aim at again for training. Hmm. No, just to have some type of structure. Like going back to when I did compete years ago, that was a massive motivation for me because I was coming from a stage where I hadn't got any work and I hadn't got a job and I hadn't got this. And I thought, well, this could lead on to me being a personal trainer. So Hmm. there was a big motivation there for me to better myself. Hmm. But this time around, it was kind of, just for my own personal like, structure and training, yeah. they have something to focus on.
2: But when it conflicts with your other goals right, that you yeah. have and values in your life, then it becomes a hassle. Like right. Any type of goals that does that. Same way if you're saying, right, I want to be a millionaire, but I'm really a family man. So family man's high up on my priority list, mm. but I want to be a millionaire. But then suddenly you're not a family man anymore mm, because yeah. you're fucking... So you'll basically turn around some well, stage sure, yeah. like, But Well, one suffers sure. 100%. But has there been a time in your training where you have wanted to just sag it off sag it <laughs> <now>. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> i seen you done a boxing day run was it uh, or a boxing day it must have been a workout was it was that the, uh, was that day? lock
0: salt was it lock salt uh, I think it was
2: lock salt uh. Uh, it's like how many days are you training what's the um, how do you fucking even write a program? There's so many questions I have, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like how would you program that? Like, right, especially well, from not being uh, from that background. Well there?
1: that's that's how I went down there too. Going like, how you, how, the how the fuck, fuck did I do this here? Like, okay. uh, but I had a few people, like, <clears throat> one of my girlfriends. Or,
0: my <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> God,
2: uh, Cut that! Uh,
1: cut that! Cut that! Please do a clap! Please
2: do a clap, <laughs> clap. Uh, oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: that's Which gold Ryan, That is gold. One of my girlfriend's Uncle. is the <laughs> <laughs> end of that sentence is important. Yeah. Um, competes in Ironman events. <laughs> right.
2: Who's that? Uh, right. Paul
1: McGillway come.
2: Right.
1: So name. that was what I did first. I went and met with him, and I know Danny quickly very well. To use. Aye. Uh, I heard triathlons. Well. So I met them too, and I was like, right, how do I go about this here? Like, and um, I had a few misconceptions to you about how you were supposed to train. Go on that, like you know obviously the events extremely difficult so i was thinking right this is going to be the training here is going to have to be extremely difficult every session mm. um and the two elements are like no that's not how it works you need to be working four. very very low and very very long you know mm. so playing has to be coming on from four hour session and feeling grand yeah, yeah. do you yeah. know I was like, how, how the fuck do we do this here um so we went and got there. i don't know if you've ever had a lactate test no? yeah yeah, yeah. so we got a, a lactate test on and we so we had these his heart rate zones yeah um. So, from that, it was it was a lot easier to develop a program. Then, um, what I did was I we're we tipping up every four weeks, and mm-hmm. then we drop back down a wee bit. That was the first twenty weeks. Mm. Um, and then we, we were tipping up, then we're dropping back down, and then tipping up again, and dropping back down, tipping yeah. up. So it was just gradually getting higher and higher, and higher and higher yeah.
2: and higher. So You're working within heart rate zones. Heart rate
1: zones, <coughs> I um. So he has to stay at like 151 beats per minute. Now, it doesn't always work out like that, you know, like a change in the gradient and yeah. Yeah. it's really difficult for him to, He's got like five beats per minute and he needs to stay on to be
3: in that yeah. zone. Mm. So like, exactly. just, a wee, just a wee up a tick and it's, mm. it's gone, like, you know. So um, you, I suppose the whole aim is the, as you say, like you, you want him coming on fresh. It's like a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know he beats them in the run up to fight and there's no point. like mm. Basically what we're competing against here is
1: fatigue, like. Uh, if he course. fatigues during the he's uh, hammered, like, you know.
2: So lactate, really?
1: So lactate, so but, he...
2: But, but, so <laughs> what happens if he's had... Have you looked at adrenaline or stress in terms of changing the heart rate and changing what? Does there any other f- external factors that would change?
1: So really what we've been focusing on is the, the lactate and the fueling's a big one for us too during the risk because... During it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because we literally have never done like a, a fueling protocol for any yeah. event, never mind a 24-hour
3: one, do you know what I mean? So, but you're, uh, up, you're up working with, was it, Univer- Jordanstein as well? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so...
2: That's more for VO2 max testing, is it? Uh, well,
3: we had
0: uh, Keevan on. He's a dietitian, so he covered the whole fuel protocol. Yeah. Well, well, give us give
3: us tips on that the tip fueling is, protocol. Yeah. Um, I suppose it. I suppose it is really hard to nail down because everybody's completely different. That's, uh, that's and exactly. It's, it's your first <coughs> time as well, too. So you haven't got the handy actually go back on and no, go right. Well, look, I did it this way this time. So it's all trial and error, no matter what. It's all trial and error, and there's no, there's no
1: like scientific one road. They do this and like you know everybody talk this is, take this gel and then you talk to somebody else and like no don't take that gel, it's going to make you throw Uh. up. Uh. (laughs) Take this and then so you're just going right. What do we do here? And it's basically just do a couple of long sessions, try the fuel and see what works for them, see what doesn't, you know, and that's just. Uh, Aye. And how are you
3: find it all over overall, then? Are you enjoying it now at this stage?
0: Enjoying it, but it's
3: time consuming.
2: Like, well that's what definitely. We'll what what have you family like? I close? I have
3: a, a wee
0: boy as well. He's four, and getting married two weeks after the race. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yep, was coming on here with
2: If you had to turn around and say to me, you know, why you know why would you not consider doing something? I guess I'd say, oh well, because I've got two kids and a wife, like, and I just wouldn't have the time. I'm thinking this boy must be single, <laughs> <laughs> and if he's not single now, well, the two of <laughs> <this. laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> you are going to be single in this.
3: You get one of bites. but he's smart about it. He planned the wedding after there uh, <laughs> he keep her on board That's the whole yeah. way through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just hoping
0: I don't have to roll him down the aisle, no, we do <laughs> you got married in Lost Omega uh, didn't you is that where we're you're we're getting married in Lost Omega and I tell you what I, I was saying to Danny uh, uh, Seamus Fox in Low Smith come on, she was like he got married in Lost Omega didn't he?" she says uh, that's how I found out about Lost Omega oh, I've seen his good. wedding on Facebook so thanks so, to you and get <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks to you cheers I'm down my fucking 20 grand that's
2: <laughs> 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 oh, amazing man you'll love it like, at some at some spot Like, Brilliant. so when is the race then
0: uh, 23rd of March so Aye.
2: Fuck! I love they go and see that man. Right. That's be a yeah. spectacle. Where does it, it kick off, Blaine? Where does it start?
0: Starts in Girton Adventure Center, and then it ends in Girton Adventure Center, right. and you can not do a whole whole lap. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Even awesome. watching that event will be tough. 24 hours of spectating. I, <laughs> <It's>, I <laughs> <know>. to <laughs> He's sitting there going, oh, fucking right. don't tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it, sir. <laughs> You've done nothing. <laughs> I'm pulling him with this, I'm, man. <laughs> I'm out <down> there complaining <laughs> just moments. <Monday. laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, You'll do at another
3: 24 up.
2: hours. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you could do it in two? I have a fucking Love island yeah. on here.
1: <laughs> I have to meet one of my girlfriends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh boy oh. huh? oh,
0: that's
2: amazing man it really is yeah. I yeah. should be super proud like even getting to this part is just uh-huh. that's um, what I was saying
0: to not see even if we don't finish this even you know if I crash out after the yeah. st- second stage or something the whole journey of running this podcast and all the people that we've met and all the stuff mm. that we've learned it'll be worth it anyway yeah, regardless you know, so definitely
2: you've inspired people already Like you know uh-huh. you've done I suppose what you might have set out to do and obviously in your task as well is what looking journey? good because he's still yeah. here, he's still doing it, yeah. whatever, even the psychology you, you've used to keep him in the game is working, like, you know, mm. so so far, so good, man, mm. like, it's an achievement, uh, even to this point.
0: Uh, mm. We're only, but ten weeks out.
1: You're only there, ten so weeks so.
2: out, man, That's crazy. <laughs> I'll
0: do it as long as we make it injury-free. Of
1: course, it, like, that's, the, you know, that's
2: the kind of aim, isn't it, man, uh, just to
1: we, have some, we have too many people following the journey now. there's <laughs> people, uh, people right on the page saying, we're no, we're from Dublin, and we're from the Cork, and we're following uh, what's going on. Like, no, amazing. good luck, and all that. Uh, it's like
2: yeah. that thing, isn't it, where you have to like be like four percent. It's not even one percent better every day, as you say. Anything, it's a Goldilocks theory uh, or something. It's called. Mm. It's like falling in between, you know, not too hot or not too yeah, cold, yeah, just yeah, right yeah. in the middle. Uh, and it's falling, and they just pushing you enough yeah. to get an adaptation, but not too much to get a fucking injury.
0: Uh-huh, and exactly. like that's
2: a, it's a hard balance they have. Cause, yeah. and I always think. Like on paper, maybe you can do that balance out, but in reality, when you look at someone, it's yeah. slightly different, like you can have bad days, uh. and you're going to go, oh fuck, well we had planned this, but that's not mm. actually what's going to happen, uh. and I suppose it's down to you, to actually look at him and say, no, not today, mm. but not today, yeah. you know.
1: Well I'll tell you what, see just from meeting people, like that's changed the plan, you know, uh, uh. because people are telling us, no you need to do this, you need to do that. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the plan has been constantly adapting to, like you know, yeah.
3: But I suppose it's like, any, it's like any program, if you're working with an athlete especially. You know, it does change, it's like Noel says, you know, some days there's going to come in where they are maybe a wee bit fatigued or they have an injury yeah, or a wee bit of a pull yeah. and you have to adapt and change yeah. for that person. Mm-hmm. Every also time. we
1: had we had an event line up, you know, just when we signed off for it we were like, right, we're going to do this event, this event, this event, this event, uh, just to get some event training because mm-hmm. one of the big things was when the marathon was Blaine just took off, you know, the adrenaline was I, at the I start. Course. Why, why, like, and you
2: go with other people's pace uh, and stuff, and burnt out after the five uh,
1: hours, like five. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we were like, Right, we need to get you know, the mind frame of being on an event uh, in our uh, head uh, head so we're not nervous uh, and we're not in you know, uh, full yeah. adrenaline because that's why
2: I was <coughs> asking you like the adrenaline thing because he hasn't done the event, mm-hmm. you know, and there's so much lead up with this and stuff. Like, you'd mm. have to do mock up things, uh, yes, that's it. You've done it. Like.
1: There's no way of getting
0: rid of that, do you know what I mean? No. It's going to be there, it's just knowing what to do.
2: Yeah, the like.
1: problem.
0: Yeah. With the events, then, but was, it was eliminating days of training. Aye, you course, know because the program like,
2: was messed up, but it, the, the advantages you got from doing it, man, would have uh, kind of aye. overruled well, it, right?
1: that. That was how we did what, maybe five or six. Nah. I still have a master not taking off to uh, <laughs> like no. time still, still get caught up in the, <laughs> the whole the like, mm. uh, As yeah.
2: a Tom, do you ever hear Tommy Tiernan and his friend Declan Moffat now? Mm. Did you? He? <laughs> ah. he sprints, he goes to the front of the marathon, he, he's never done a marathon before, like, and he thinks, you know, oh, well, I thought like i'm pretty good at this mm. like you know so he goes to the very front of the marathon you know where mm. all the canyons and all are and he fucking sprints for the first mile he stays with him so he's first for the first you mile line. photographs at the front and then his legs don't work so he goes i don't want to just stop because like you know my fucking my ego won't let me right. so he just veered off in the ditch <laughs> and threw himself in the ditch <laughs> uh, that's uh, the way the no, <laughs> you'll, don't, you'll uh, find me in a ditch <laughs> in Donegal somewhere <laughs> I uh, the half marathon which i done which is just so peels in comparison <laughs> it's like our podcast compared to your podcast yeah. <laughs> no I this setup like, I'm like fuck's sake I shouldn't have come in here with my ego <laughs> anyway, uh, i done that in the half marathon I thought ah, I can pff, should be winning this probably right up there top three like came dead last <laughs> uh, but I ran at the start and you do uh, let adrenaline take uh, you uh, like uh, tough you
1: think yeah. that's bad I did it in a 5k I was like uh, it was last year it was, I was actually doing I was doing a um, vegetarian diet for about eight weeks and I was doing loads of hot sessions. I was feeling really, really fat, you know, like really fat. And I was like, right, I did jog no bog last year. It was grand. I'm going to do it this year I'm going to try and push for sub 20. Mm-hmm. Right. Good so it was like, day, right, that's what I was like. I'm going to push for sub 20. I'll do it no bar. Like, um, went on, and I was like up at the front. I was like, right, I'm going to just stay with these boys here. Fuck it. Like, went down and around. And by the time I got under a flavour, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> hammered here, hey, hammered. And then uh, there was a point soon we I coming back down past the, the swim bass I started walking and then one of the, one of the boys who trains on raw no just a, a, uh, a, a member came past me like, and it's like morning oh, <laughs> <a sake>, <laughs> and like away we go again I um, do
2: when I'm out running the roads too like it's quite early in the morning so if, I, if I'm out myself especially um, if I get tired you know right. I'll, I'll walk and then when a the car comes I'll run <laughs> and then when the car goes I'll walk and then you know you have to kind of no, I must go. be doing intervals. Uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah.
3: That's your excuse anyway. <laughs> no,
0: Everybody knows no. you. no. No. Mm. But that's uh, the the big advantage with the heart rate training, if you're tracking your heart rate, you know right yeah. if I stick yeah. at this zone that I won't fatigue at no, all, yeah. I can yeah. keep going and keep going. Mm. So it's it's more discipline then, just mm. just yeah. stick at this pace don't but, let any distractions mm. come in. That stuff can only take you so far, like, like yeah. it, doesn't really
1: last, it doesn't last for 24 hours at like you know, yeah. events that your legs are going to start giving out on you. your head will probably go way before your legs will. Yeah. I think you know. the
2: psychology of it all is fucking mm. crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I heard a story about a guy, um, in Derry, I don't only name means because I'm not 100% sure, but he basically done the <laughs> lane ball first lane ball he'd done, um, and he'd done really well. He got like fucking right up there, um, he never really trained for it, just went out and done it. So he decided, fuck, I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to do triathlon training and train, 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 and done a few triathlons after, that and was never able to match his time that he'd done in his first triathlon. Uh, yeah,
1: that's and that's crazy. fucking
2: crazy because that's all psychology. Because uh. he's doing the right training principles. So it just shows you how fucking powerful his mind was uh, yeah. and his necessity to keep going was. the probably the first one, well, he didn't mm. know. I he heard. didn't. He mm. literally didn't know. He was blinded. No, no pressure. So he all? probably didn't know how tough it was uh-huh. or he hadn't let mm. all the external factors come into his head to say you can't do this mm. you know he was thinking Fuck, I can do this I'm fucking fit uh-huh. you know and he didn't have other oh, such and such beside me that's running in this time and you know and it's mm. crazy how he fucking expectation oh, mm. aye and it's crazy how powerful the mind can be in this game and uh-huh. that's exactly my thing would be your body might last or uh-huh. I'm not saying this will happen but I'd be more worried about my body lasting but my mind not uh-huh. uh, you know
1: it says on. It says like, say if you go onto the the RIS's website, that's what they say. You know, this this isn't for like the top <coughs> athletes. This is for somebody who has real mental
3: durability. Right? Mm. Mm. Are you doing do you? anything like any brain training? Are you doing anything in terms of mindset and psychology? Are you reading different things, listening to different things for that? Plan?
0: Um, not really. No, well, mm. this we're in this study at the minute, which is a, a sports psychology study. So I'm hoping to take take a good bit away from that. Mm. Um, What's that? We have the elite scientists going on the podcast too. I know so yeah. uh, right. it's heading up. It He's on,
1: on next week, like mm. um, we were up at we were up at. No, put on a, a lecture too, and they had like <clears throat> some of the top guys in the game. Mm. It was like a panel of them. There we were seven or eight of them. Mm. Um, a few top athletes and then about five five scientists up there too. And it was, there was all, it was it was all ab- it was all about it was all about uh, what they called stop and resist. ah stop no stopping and resisting stopping. That's what it was. Um and how do you know how do resist stopping mm. and how do that inner voice you know
2: uh,
3: it's yeah. just constantly telling you you're oh, bit self talk man
2: give up
1: mm-hmm. that's how no.
3: they that's it. Well, well, what like, did they say what was there anything any key points there oh, Jesus there was th- loads there, there, there? there
0: was loads even we we um like physical tips that you can do you yeah. know he was saying about triggers Uh when when you're running when you had the wall I suppose in a yeah. marathon you know your whole body tenses up you you, you tend to make fists and, and that hmm. Um, but you know wee things you can do like if you imagine you're holding crisps in your fingers hold, <laughs> hard enough to hold them but not Aye. enough they break it, it relaxes your arms mm-hmm. and then that, that kind of it, it distracts the, your mind they're yeah. mental
2: triggers or something and I think they, they would call them whatever but it's the same thing <laughs> Maybe someone's experiencing seizures and things that they try and do yeah. to you know take them away from that place, yeah. so uh, taking them into it. Like that's they yeah. do it with like anxiety. Don't uh, they? Like anxiety, like they count it. something. Uh, they don't yeah, count. that's right. No. Uh, you're yeah. saying
0: about mantras and stuff as well. Yeah. If you have a wee ma- mantra yeah. that you can repeat, then Talk your head yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're you're and do s- you do that? I what don't do you? it now. No. no, not at the minute. Right. Um.
1: Some people count when they're on, don't they? No steps. So like one, two, three, four, and it was like, no, be better. Do something like? Powerful, strong, ah, yeah. good. Yeah. So
2: that's proper self-talk. Like that's, you'll, be, you'll be doing some counting for twenty-four hours. <laughs> <So, laughs> I'll tell
1: you one which was really good. Like they they did this study. They had um, they got one group. They do whenever they feel that you know that urge, they stop. Uh-huh. They got them. They smile. Uh-huh. So cool. when that, whatever they're doing, they only just got them. They smile. And they find like a four percent increase in performance. I, smiling. Smiling. I do that. Before,
2: I would I'd before phone <laughs> do, they, do, they do that. Say, I try and think calls.
3: Tell you do that, salespeople? You're making sales it. call smiling. before you actually somebody answers the phone. Because they Because yeah. they
2: know yeah. that you're in <laughs> that for your mind there. that you're giving. Them. Yeah. But the smiling thing, I I would try mm-hmm. like because. I think myself, right, the good things about me actually doing this and getting up and doing the run and doing things that I should be doing and how good it's going to make me feel and that the fact that I'm better than I was before i would be like oh, fuck, I fucking, I feel happy at this right. but I have been there's times where I've thought really morbid shit like right. thinking you know there's one day that I'm not going to be there for my son or for my wife and things and that starts to really pr- prime me to go well I'm fucking here now like you because know and like, I'm actually lucky to be here right. and be able to go and kiss my sons right. sons now and, and wife do you know what I mean? Yeah. that's yeah. all about it's gorgeous, because it's, it's not like yeah. you frame a frame like, mm. but
3: you do have that time in your own and you're going to be on your oh, own fuck whether yeah. there's a crowd around you or other people mm. running you're still basically on your own in your own head, like so. All stuff is going to be in
2: through your brain. Yeah. Mm. Do you you're normally training on your own, aren't you? Aye, you? Aye, that's
0: train me own. Um, another thing, you're not allowed music on the wrist as well. So I train my music at the moment. So mm. again, that's, that's something I that need, need to adjust to.
2: Why um, would they not allow you to have music? <laughs> well, the reason health and safety thing. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, um, oh.
0: Well, on the bike anyway, you, know, you, you can't cycle with uh, with headphones and, but they they did say they want to make the, the event
3: as hard as possible. <laughs> would you would you not be better like maybe Would you not be better even trying to make that transition now instead of music?
0: well. I try, try not. They, when I'm out cycling, I don't use yeah. headphones. Because even out. I
3: heard Joe Rogan talking about it. No, nah, I don't listen to music when I'm No, nah, it's cheating. It's cheating. <laughs> cheating. When I when
2: I done MMA a long time ago, there was instructors came up to us from I think it was Dublin, and they said, you know, when you're out running and training, don't 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 listen to music. You don't have music when you're in a fight and all this here and blah blah. And said, don't do that. It is cheating. And they they had they have that mm, no. uh, if, you're, if you're targeting yeah, towards on you
1: know an event where you can't use it that is a bit of approach like mm-hmm. you know yeah. but but sure.
2: I you listen to po- uh, books and, and books uh, have helped a, me loads editing, man yeah. I, I used to listen to well probably just Sigma Nutrition and, and uh, yeah. we podcasts because you know the educational side of things yeah. but I try and do right what can I best do here to advance yeah. me uh, same yeah. with driving like when I drive now there's just a book comes on automatically yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, you know I try to think right well I'm just driving here I need to be doing something else because mm-hmm. time yeah. you know you have all this
1: you've just this window of time yeah, where you're yeah. stuck there like you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so you but may you as, as well do something constructive uh, and how much productive. you can be absorbing when
2: like, uh, yeah, you're driving exact same thing, yeah.
0: right. uh, good yeah. uh, mm-hmm. one of the things they did say as part of the race they, they wanted to make it as hard as possible yeah. you know so <coughs> anything that they could do to make it more difficult and fucks if it's not hard enough like, you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> when we were up at that uh, study one of the things Noel was saying he's competed on ultra marathons himself yeah. and he says one of the things that he keeps in his head is if I can make it through the darkness and to some race, you know when you're running and the sun's coming up, it, it mm. gives you that wee oh, extra aye, bit of energy. Aye. and aye. I was thinking that'd be good. And then amazing. I, was, I was looking at the the race schedule then, and it finishes at five in the morning, so we won't even oh, get the sun. You know, it'll be right through darkness until the end of the race. Aye, so so that's an hour mental aspect you You'll get the sunrise at the start. I'll be like, "This is amazing." Then just all down into the dark. So, but any previous competitors we've been we've been chatting. You know, they they all that they've talked the sheep you know that's a few people now they're yeah. running through the darkness yeah, i sheep i just talked the sheep Lane's lost it oh no <laughs>
1: I'd say there's there's like a threshold you get to like 10 hour mark and then you just you just go on the insanity and so I'm everybody just, all their owners are just oh yeah, doing what they
2: what? can to like, get through you see in your own life what do you think it's changed like because I'm listening to a book called Spark at the moment I've listened to it already it's second time listening and um, it's about like a high school and well it's, it's it he took it from a high school Nap Napier High School in um in America and how when they adopted like a better PE routine that you know the kids results went up mm. basically, that's a quick rundown of it. Yeah. But like, do you feel like all other aspects of your life have changed because of the the training?
0: I feel definitely a lot more positive, um, hundred percent a lot lot fitter. Mm. Um, but I found myself maybe getting a wee bit bored easier and work. I feel like I'm not as productive and uh, work. Because right. um, it's not stimulating, uh, you know? No, well, th- I'm probably finishing everything I have to do and work right, a okay. lot faster and then Aye. I'm sitting there going, you know. Probably too, because your attention's elsewhere. Like. Uh, so, your your uh,
3: focus is somewhere else. Hmm.
2: Uh. I heard of uh, just when you brought that up, the, the someone was saying about like a successful athlete and then a top coach came over and they said, you know, what makes someone, you know, at really, at the upper echelon or a successful athlete, and and he said, well, obviously you've got genetics and things coming to it, and and knowledge and and blah blah. But he said the the big thing, the big factor that he found was was they can cope with boredom, mm-hmm. like they can they they can keep doing the same mm-hmm. thing over uh, and over was on a, and over on a again. Thomas, who atomic
3: Habits it? In that book
2: Oh, it was an Atomic oh, Habits there sure. you go they can cope with boredom yeah. and like yeah. uh, and he said that that shocked everyone like yeah. fucking uh, they have the ability to just keep doing the repetitive yeah. thing yeah. and that, yeah. I was like fuck that makes sense totally makes sense like yeah. you know that they can't do that like because yeah. it is fucking like it, it can be boring and yeah. you take away music and stuff like and that's, well, you're me, and I have a lot of good conversations with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have great conversations. That's one of
1: the things I've, our last episode, I've talked to Blaine about, trying to get him to start meditating. Because aye. I've heard someone describe it as the cure for boredom. Like, you know, boredom's just a lack of imagination, basically. Mm. Um, and if you can just you can't always focusing on the one thing yeah you can find pleasure on that like don't know what I,
2: mean? I find it quite hard I'm sure she must also say the same like for self-talk in mm. our city it's quite tough and you had a great story yeah. about what you were telling the girl what she uh, should be saying uh,
3: one of the clients I had on it was a couple of years ago and I'm chatting there about you no know, like I asked her do you do positive affirmations and she says no what's positive affirmations I says it's reaffirming to yourself who you are and who you want to become so I am strong I am beautiful I am powerful mm. I am confident. And she kind of laughed. She says, no way. I wouldn't talk to myself again. Mm. I says, but you constantly tell yourself that you're not good enough, you're ugly, you're fat, you're overweight, you're blah, 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 but you accept that. So why would you not except talking to yourself in a more positive way mm-hmm. if it's gonna change your self belief and your patterns yeah. and your habits in life, like uh, I never thought of it that way. So That's again it's bike. getting people to recognise right. that
2: like and, and when he put it like that, I was like, fucking right, everyone right. says everyone I know will say right. I'm fat I'm You're not always trying to Hundred percent. Yeah. But whenever you put it in that light, right. then you say do the opposite. They're yeah. like you uh, do that? Exactly. Don't do that, in
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you No, know, I think I think we've we've evolved to be negatively biased. Like you know, yeah. if you, if you assume the worst, people who assume the worst oh, survive. Like right, you know, eh? if you assume that that the the the, the uh, shaking in the trees was a lion, yeah, you know, the people right. who assume that survived mm-hmm. and the ones who did not the lion's up got You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we're just negative yeah, all the, the time. Yeah, you do you have,
3: and I've worked at like. Like, as you say, we do, and it's not necessarily everybody in the city, but there is a negative no, vibe a lot of the times. times. No. Um, yeah. And that's something that I've really worked at on myself over the last probably six, seven years. Really, really focused on. They just completely changed my mm-hmm. mindset. Don't get me wrong, you get your days. But I do it as a routine. Constantly I do the meditation. I do my positive affirmations. I talk to myself the way I, I want to actually be. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They really, mm. actually, really to myself who I am, where I'm going, and what I'm doing.
2: I think that makes that a difference. It does, man. And I think that, like, I'm I'm not even saying people in there are negative towards everyone or everyone else. I'm thinking they're more negative towards <laughs> themselves. Like, themselves like, and really, sure. is that like? And there's so much, like, yeah. there's so much potential mm. to yeah. be unreal. Like we mm. we're pretty good at sports, like uh, across uh, the board. Yeah. Even even like James McLean and think uh, people of like that have stepped up in, like really high level sports, mm. and even the countries. The whole kind of falls into that, mm, and look yeah. like you've Rory McIlroy and people like oh, that it's just excelled. Right. Like, mm. and we have that the ability to do that, but it's just what are we doing to hold ourselves back mm. and getting there and I think eat. the social yeah. thing is a m- massive part of it too like we fucking all love drinking like you signed up there fucking 250k race <laughs> of a, a can of beers <laughs> <laughs> but like no just I think so there's some positives from drinking some <laughs> <laughs> so get drunk as fuck <laughs> and sign up, to, uh, sign up to a race <laughs> can change saying? your life. <laughs> <laughs> But we're, I We're yeah, really
1: awkward yeah. to you about positivity, like aren't we? You know? yeah. See if you, if you ever see somebody on Facebook patting
3: themselves in the back, you're like, that's ah, man. Ah, Jesus ah, man, they Get don't off mean. your high horse. Know, nope. uh, yeah, and that's the thing, nobody likes to give themselves a pat on the back. Nobody yeah. likes to give them, they'll put themselves down quicker, like they'll uh, never yeah. give themselves credit. And if you're seen to be giving yourself credit on Facebook or anywhere else, people go, like, oh, what a twat
2: yeah. <laughs> I got all that from books, really, because you know, i mean, like I was even with Phil, um, doing mentoring he's saying, you know, surround yourself with people that's gonna be doing that. It's like a, where fuck did I get that? <laughs> Where am I going to get people <laughs> no. it's a kind of Because it's quite hard to find that, mm. like you know. And so what I did was turn the books a lot and and read some like, personal development stuff mm. and listen to audiobooks and stuff, and that really Take helped me start me that, asking man. questions, going, "Shit, why am I doing this shit? Why, 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 why?" Mm. Actually,
3: reading the book at the minute, uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad," Robert Kiyosaki. You, you read it? No, i read that. It's really, really good. Um, and it basically has upbringing. Um, where he compares his real dad, the um, his paternal father, the like the guy he learned from, which was right. his rich dad, yeah, which was his neighbor's father, yeah. um, and he was a businessman, and he owned like uh, in Hawaii, he owned like loads of different stores and businesses, but he was kind of on the rise at this stage. He wasn't like one of the richest people in Hawaii who he ended up being. Hmm. Um, and they went and uh, Robert Karasaki and his friend went the this guy's the wee boy's father and asked him to teach him how to make money. Um, and the whole lesson, and it was, he's comparing what the lessons was from his own father, who was a school teacher, well educated, wanted to uh, have a job, safe environment, and get all the benefits from that, where the other guy was completely teaching them something completely different, and yeah. how to actually be self-sustaining, actually have a business for yourself, and the two things are like, and you can see it in society and culture here, and, yep. and every walk of life basically, just how you think. Mm. if you like, think in one way it leads you down a completely different path right. and if you have a completely different opinion and think a different way it uh, can lead you down a different path completely mm. and Robert Kazak ended up a mm. multi I think he's a billionaire now isn't he he's he's yeah. 37 mm. but he taught him like I'm only really kind of getting into it and he taught him like really really hard lessons at the start like. but it's yeah. great it's interesting mm. uh, like just two completely different walks of life on the same street yeah, and and two in two completely different ways and paths. two uh, in, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, different ends yeah. up uh,
1: yeah. crazy alright uh, so uh so what we do at the end of every every uh episode now, right? Yeah. Is we get the guests to guess a time the plane's gonna come in at. Now we give them two guesses, I guess, for if the weather's good and conditions are great. And then I guess for if the yeah. conditions are terrible, you know what I mean? It's one day it's fucking hailstones or whatever.
3: What'd it be good if we won?
1: And we're gonna put the Yarra We. We're gonna put the Yara We prize. So so fun, if so he ever gets closest there, they know we'll we'll put the Yara We prize.
2: Like, um. <laughs> will I be a bastard and say he's not going for it? <laughs> no, has, no. Has anybody said no, nobody, that to
0: pockets? Oh, you, uh, I mean? hey, you can pick it. You've you uh, uh, it.
1: probably, probably positive, <laughs> <a> positive podcast <laughs> Blaine's pulled up the the previous competitors' times here. This is twenty seventeen results. So,
3: uh,
0: so, you can
1: have a, a look through there. What kind of times blend as the like the bottom forty the coming coming? That's
0: their their funniest times there. So someone finished it in
2: thirteen hours.
0: That's that uh, that's man. the record holder as it? Marty Lynch. Yeah. Uh, so fuck. That's a record holder. We had him on the podcast, the second episode, and it's funny because <laughs> you finish on a marathon. So when I went down, they they look at his finishing marathon time. I was thinking, right, I come on four forty. I'll see how right. much how much a bit Marty by because I know he had done two hundred kilometers before uh, <laughs> before doing this marathon he bit me by an hour <laughs> fucking hell man. after, after his
2: hey, marathon was 3.31 I: 3.31 after do, t- do you know what the else killing.
0: is what <laughs> do you know what else
1: is funny too? See, is see, when we, see when we have, when, when he said I'll come on the podcast we're like right this boy's gonna know fucking loads of shit here no he's aye, gonna be up aye. on all the science and aye. everything like and he aye. comes on and we were like so lactate test nutrition he's like no, I don't believe in t- <laughs> <Don't laughs> I any mean, of it, Don't believe in it? Don't believe in of it. Uh, like, I he just, doesn't I believe just, it's even real. No, he just is it. He doesn't, no, I it swear doesn't I believe I in putting it under his program. Like, uh, it's just like, uh, I
2: just get out and have to rules go well, He just goes and runs. But it's like. It's like, like first like like gump was his f- second f- name gump, hell, like.
3: <laughs> But it's like <sighs> working with a you know, like lot of athletes through the years as well, too. And, like, especially unreal, footballers and stuff, when it comes to the actual training principles and, like, all that type, they just turn up and train. That's all they want to do. Is that shocking?
2: There's a lot of M's on there, sure. Ah. It's females have amazing endurance I always mm. think They're just not signing up Many's entering it
0: um, They said about a hundred Every year yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they, they females just have more
3: sense <laughs> That's <laughs> <a laughs> it Who's going f- to watch the Yeah. <laughs> 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 Are you for a real show Or we're going to get Fucking t- shut <laughs> down <for> that? <laughs> <laughs> cut uh, that Cut, cut, that's cut, that's cut, that's cut that's my that's girlfriend
2: that's cut that's <laughs> that's that's Keep both of them <laughs> <managers> I'm <laughs> actually going to
3: mention that It's never trumping on that one uh, <laughs> <laughs> Massive <laughs> amounts of massage They go on here uh, <laughs>
2: uh, Martin Nines That is shocking sir. Uh, unreal What a What a feat hey. right, we'll Pick um, a time here Yeah, Pick a time Go for it I would say Good day Good day 21 dead Would you say 21 hours 21 Bad day Maybe 22 And a half
3: 22
1: and a half 20 and
3: a half. I'm going to go good day 1930. Oh fuck! I have belief in you, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go bad day 2240.
2: 2240. Ah, grand. Well, I have no idea. Like I would have to I look at it more in depth, and they see what you know each individual. Um, most
1: most people don't. most people are just. That's
0: all you can do. I <laughs> I there's no.
2: I just no, them there's,
3: results there's definitely there. no science behind that time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a guess, of course. Right.
2: Seven hours for the marathon that would be me fresh as it is probably.
3: Oh, I did a half marathon. I think it was what wow, seven 50 hours. hours, or something. <laughs> did he? One well, fifty? Yeah. You beat me. That's, that's good time. What <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he was I doping. Walk? <laughs> <laughs> No, forget. I was doping. <laughs> 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 the next day, I, fucking, I could hardly walk. My knees were, but
2: uh, that was really good, man. Yeah. Mm. Really enjoyed it. You enjoyed it too, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, thanks excellent. for coming on too. I uh, yeah, appreciate uh, it. Oh, thank so you for inviting uh, us. Yeah. Uh, uh, really really thanks, and hopefully yeah. we um, even keep we'll updated. What we'll do is we uh,
3: closer to the race or even after mm. we'll get you on our uh, podcast uh, days, on. Uh, 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 Get the two of
2: on now. Yeah, good days for sure. Excellent, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, you. Thank you.
1: This is Big the Coates' 250K podcast. You can follow our journey online at the Coates 250K Facebook page, Instagram, or AidanDollyFitness.com.